Welcome to Bombshell CEO. A woman's most valuable asset in business is understanding and taking ownership of her body. There is a better way to do business so that you can have the income and impact you desire without burning yourself out. I'm your host, Holly Dahl, and I'm here to help you build a legacy that comes from heart and not hustle. I'm bridging the gap between business and health as a successful and sustainable business requires you to be taken care of first. I'll combine my business knowledge, coaching and consulting experience, an extensive understanding of women's hormones, specifically burnout, all together to teach you the tools you need to elevate your business, your body, and your brain. Each week, I'll be diving in and giving you tangible steps you can put into practice right now. I wanna help you live a life with true health, fulfilling relationships, massive impact in a financially successful business without sacrificing yourself. Ignite the bombshell CEO inside of you so you can get out of the hustle, work with your female physiology, and define success on your terms. It's time to light it up. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Holly Dahl. I want to say that I'm just getting over this weird cold and flu thing. So if I sound a little yucky on today's episode, that's what's going on. I do apologize. And I'm just, my heart is so full, you guys. It's Thanksgiving. I have so much to be thankful for. We launched this podcast last week and the response has been overwhelming. Thank you all so much for listening, for sharing, and for taking the time to leave a rating or a review. This is really the life force when it comes to a podcast. So I thank you all so, so much for your support. Now let's get into it. If you have been feeling like your health and body have taken a backseat to your business, then this episode is for you. This is really about integrating your body and your health into your business. The bombshell way, of course. If we think about the most successful people in business, for me, Tony Robbins always comes to mind. Can you believe that guy doesn't drink coffee? Like, that's that's crazy. But in all seriousness, the people that have that level of success, they understand that their health comes first. So why would we try to do it any other way and expect to get the same result? The truth is entrepreneurship is a roller coaster ride. And I think something that isn't talked about enough is the effect that it can have on physical, mental and emotional health. You have to be resilient and you don't create that resilience by putting your health on the back burner with the thought that you're going to get to it someday because someday it doesn't often come. And by the time it does, it could be too late. And that is the reality and consequence of not taking care of yourself. Now, I understand that the first years of building a business and a brand, they are the grind. They are hard. And that's the time when you really need that resilience because it's bumpy but it's also a time where you can get caught up in the hustle. There's so much to do at the beginning. And with startups, there's often not a budget to hire out for extra support. It takes a lot of energy and time to do and learn all the things. When I graduated holistic nutrition in 2015, I was a nutritionist who found herself not only in that role, but also in the role of sales, marketing, branding, social media, scheduling, customer service, tech, and the list goes on and on. When you have that big of a to-do list, it's really easy to let things slide. And I wish I could go back and shake myself and, and say, you better start running your days and stop letting them 
run you over. How can you teach anyone to be healthy when you are not even making your health a priority? So when I hit burnout three years in, I knew I had to make a big change if I wanted to keep myself healthy and to keep my business going and to make the impact and income that I desired. I had to adopt a body first, business second philosophy. And no matter if you're just starting out or if you've been in business for a while, this is something you also must do. Because the truth is, your lifestyle and habits, they affect your business and your brand. Now, what does body over business mean? It means exactly what it says. Your body comes first and your business comes second. And if you aren't consciously choosing this every day, it's easy to mix those two up. I want to share some ways that you can incorporate this philosophy daily and really start to integrate your body and health into your business so that you can create that resilience that you need to stay healthy and to work with your female physiology and crush your goals without burning out. So the first thing I want to share with you is what I like to call bookends for your day. Now, I can't take credit. I don't know who originally said it, but I think it's genius. Bookends for your day. How do you securely hold your day together? What is the first thing that you do when you open your eyes in the morning? And what is the last thing you do before you go to sleep at night? These are really important times of your day. And I want you to treat them that way. How can you support your body and set yourself up for a bombshell day? Now, there's a few things that I see my clients doing when they first come to work with me. And I also used to do these things. And I want to share them because if you are doing these things, it means you are not putting your body first. But there's some simple shifts that you can create starting today to change that and move over to a body first, business second philosophy. Now, first thing is hitting the snooze button. Hitting snooze seems to be that tricky thing because it feels like, yes, bonus, getting extra sleep. But it's confusing for your body. You don't want to confuse your body. You want to give it clear direction. Are we getting up now? Is it time to go back to sleep? Your body doesn't know. Set your alarm for the time you're actually going to wake up. Because when you hit snooze, you feel more groggy and more tired. You're more reliant on sugar and coffee to get you through the day. Your sleep hormone melatonin is dropping while your get up and go hormone cortisol is rising. And there's other feel-good neurotransmitters such as dopamine and serotonin. They're increasing to help you feel awake, to help you feel motivated, to help you get up and get your day going. Hitting snooze makes it difficult for your brain to understand when it's supposed to make this change and trigger the release of these chemicals. And it really disturbs your body's natural sleep and wake cycle, which is your circadian rhythm. So over time, hitting snooze produces poor quality sleep. It increases fat storage. It affects hunger cues and increases sugar cravings because it affects your energy levels. Stopping the snooze button, it creates the space for you to have more energy, better sleep, less cravings, a clearer mind, less irritability, more resilience to handle what comes your way. It helps to support your body before you go into your day and into your business. Now that you know why snooze isn't your friend, let's move on. The second thing I see so often is clients checking messages, emails, and social media while still in bed. When you do this, you are going outward before you have gone inward. You are essentially sending a message to your body saying, 
that everything on this phone is more important than me. How can you expect to pour into others all day when you are on empty? Do something that is going to fill you up first. So what happens a lot of the time is you can see something on your phone that's going to dictate how your day is going to go. You give your power away before you even get out of bed. This doesn't create resilience. It does the complete opposite. You're not equipped to be handling clients, responding to emails and messages, or handling the sometimes crazy news on social media when you have not been fed, when you have not moved, when you haven't sat down for five minutes to collect your thoughts. You are in action mode on an empty tank, and that doesn't serve you. And when you aren't served first, you cannot be in service to others without burning out. Not only that, this is also a disservice to the people that have hired you when you don't take the time to take care of yourself first. This is one of the hardest band-aids to rip off, but I promise you, if you set some boundaries around this and you stay off your phone for the first hour of your day, not the first five minutes, not the first 10 minutes, but the first hour to take care of you, your days will change. Your motivation will change. Your level of presence will change. Your level of service will change. And so will your level of confidence. So those are two important morning bookends. So let's move on to the evening bookend. It's really the same principle here. How can you support your body and set yourself up for a restful and good quality sleep? A well-rested you is much healthier and more resilient than a sleep-starved version of yourself. There's no replacement for sleep, so you have to make sure you are getting the sleep that your body needs. I find it so ironic that most people will try to go from action mode right to sleep mode and get so frustrated when their sleep is bad. It doesn't make sense to do that and expect a luxurious sleep. So I have two kids. They are teens now, but when they were little, my husband and I would literally start getting them ready for bed two hours before they had to go to sleep. We would bath them. We would give them a little massage. We would put their lotion on. We would read them a story. We would cuddle them. We would rock them. We would put their lullaby music on. It sounds so high maintenance and maybe a bit silly, but don't you think if you did that before bed, you would have the best sleep ever? Just like kids need a wind down, so do you. Your body needs time to go from that action mode to sleep mode. It needs transition time. It needs to go from work to rest, and it needs the space in order to do that. Personally, I can tell when I am getting the wind down in. If I'm not, my body struggles because I've confused it. And remember, we don't want to confuse our body. We want to give it clear direction. So in the evening with this bookend, you want to do something that is going to send a message to your body that says it is time to get out of action mode and prepare for sleep mode. And something that stands in the way for most people is their phone, either working on it or using it socially. But I stand really firm in my recommendation of no electronics at least one hour prior to sleep. People are going to argue with me and say, but Holly, that's how I wind down. Consider this, you are going outward in a time where, again, you need to be going inward. And there's a couple issues with electronics that I see. Even with the blue light filters, I feel like that light somehow tricks your body into believing it's still daytime. Now, when I do that, if I'm on my phone at night, I can feel it. My body wants to stay up. There's no smooth transition from me being on my phone to going to sleep. 
And it's not just the lights on devices. It's what you could potentially be exposing yourself to on the phone or the TV as well. A lot of women I work with, they are highly sensitive. I am also that way. You might be too, depending on how you're wired. So seeing something traumatic or disturbing can trigger the stress response in the body because your brain has a hard time knowing, is this happening to me? Is this happening in front of me? With videos, it's like we're right there. How can your body relax and wind down if it's feeling like it needs to fight or run from a threat? Now, we'll talk about the stress response more in a future episode, but I wanted to get you thinking about it. And I wanted to ask you, how many times have you saw something on your phone that triggered you or you watched that serial killer documentary right before bed and then you couldn't sleep or you had a night of bad dreams? What you expose yourself to right before bed impacts you greatly, even if you don't think that it does. So make it a priority for that to be something positive. I'm going to leave you with five things that I recommend using for your evening wind down, for your evening bookend. I often recommend these to my clients and I love using them as well. The first thing is a bath or shower with Epsom salts. If you're having a shower, you can rub those on your body. You can stand in them. This is a time to relax. It is a time to wash the day away. It is a time to slow down. This is really helpful in sending your body the message that it is time to wind down. The second thing is journaling. Remember, we want to be leaving ourselves with something positive before sleep. So you could do the five best things that happened today. You can do your affirmations, your dreams, your goals. Happy, happy things. I recommend pen and paper. Again, we want to stay off the electronics, but we really want to let it flow through our hands. The third thing is putting your legs up against the wall. And I mean your bum right to the wall. You can open your arms up. And this is such a relaxing and restorative position for the body. You might see people doing this at the end of a workout or at the end of a yoga class. It is such a nice way to decompress. The fourth thing is breath work. Even if you're just practicing, you know, breathing in and out, being present to your breath, being conscious, this helps the rest and digest branch of the nervous system to be activated and really put us into that relaxed mode. And the fifth thing is some sleep music or a guided meditation. This is much nicer to fall asleep to than Netflix. So think about that relaxation and that state that you really want to be in. I hope this episode has helped you start to think about your bookends and really incorporating your body and and your health into your business so that you can adopt that body first, business second philosophy to create that resilience and health required for you to take care of yourself and run your business in a sustainable way without burning you out. I can't wait to hear from you. Send me a DM on the Instagram page. We are at Bombshell CEO Podcast. Let me know what your bookends are. And until next time, Bombshells, remember to light it up. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Bombshell CEO Podcast with me, Holly Dahl. If you're enjoying the podcast, it would mean so much to me if you could hit the subscribe button, leave a rating or a review, and share this with someone you think would enjoy it as well. I would love to connect with you on Instagram. You can follow the podcast page at Bombshell CEO Podcast. And remember, it's time to light it up.